Hello, and welcome to Joyful Heart, a podcast for Christian women who are trying to balance a relationship with God, as well as school, work, and other things life likes to throw our way. In these episodes, religious topics such as growing closer to God, maturing in our faith, as well as general ones like college difficulties and navigating new experiences in life will be covered. And with that, let's get into this week's episode. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Joyful Heart. Today we are going back to our regular way and we are going to be discussing a topic. The topic that we are going to be talking about today is discernment and why it's so salient in our everyday life and how we view things. I feel that discernment is so important now more than ever, but it's also super important for everyday life as you know we wake up and navigate each day. So just so that we are all on the same page, I wanted to share the definition of discernment and the definition within the context of Christianity, because I feel like these are both really important to hear to kind of set the stage. So the definition of discernment is the ability to judge well. Within the context of Christianity, the definition is the ability to assess a situation or person using God's word. Essentially, it's being able to test and listen to the guidance of the Holy Spirit. Now, when it says judge well, it does not mean to look down on others for their sins or to judge them for their actions. Because how are we as fellow sinners able to have the right to judge others? But it's rather to look at a person or a situation and test if it's actually from God. You know, something that we as believers really need to hear is that not every opportunity, not every job, not every person, not every relationship, not every plan, not every message or even sign is from God. We have to ask God for help and we have to gain the ability to wait for God's confirmation on something and for his guidance. I think this is so hard to grasp in our mind It's like, you know, how could this new job or this new friendship be from the enemy or how could it be bad? You know, maybe it's a job that'll pay more. Maybe it's a person that, you know, you really feel comfortable with or, you know, you have a lot of fun with. Or maybe it's an opportunity that you've been waiting for your whole life that you really want. But we have to kind of take a step back and ask God, because I've said not everything that comes to us in life is from him. You know, not everything is a part of his plan for us. A lot of the things are distractions or they kind of get in the way or they maybe they throw us off track. Some of the questions we have to ask ourselves and think about is maybe this new relationship seems fun and awesome, but maybe it's with a non-believer or someone who really doesn't know or love God. Maybe they will pull you away from God or distract you from your true purpose. Maybe this new job does pay well. And it's something you're looking forward to, but maybe it'll make you more stressed and it'll make you more busy and leave you with less time for God. Maybe this opportunity that you've been waiting for or really wanting is just meant to add more pressure or stress that God didn't send your way. You know, a quote that it often makes me think about that I talked about um, a few episodes ago, if the enemy can't distract us 
or tempt us, he'll make us busy. He'll throw in something else in our lives that we're not expecting, but maybe we think it's a good thing and we accept it. And then here we are, you know, we have less time for God. We, you know, we're not talking to him as much. Or maybe it's making us more irritable. Or maybe it's not a good relationship to begin with, which just adds more problems, more, you know, issues for us that God didn't originally intend for us to have. The reason I wanted to talk about this is, you know, the enemy is a wolf in sheep's clothing. He will do anything to knock you off from your plan and your purpose. And the unfortunate thing is that he knows our basic desires as humans. You know, we want to be loved. We want to have money. We want to have this and that. Even though that may not be what we really want, we're born into a sinful nature. You know, it's something we have to work against because it's so ingrained in society. It's so ingrained in our cultures. It's so ingrained within our peer groups and our generations that, you know, these things we have to work against. We have to fight these temptations because it's so easy and it's so promoted in our world. And I also saw a TikTok that I felt really spoke to me. Essentially, the person was saying that we shouldn't let everyone pray over us. Now, if you're a little confused, um, I wanted to provide you with some context for this. Sometimes, you know, when I'm scrolling through TikTok or, you know, Instagram, mainly through TikTok, though, you know, I will see a video that'll pop up where it's like, hey, you know, don't scroll. Let me pray for you. Or, hey, don't scroll. Let me pray over you. Or, hey, don't scroll. God has a message for you. Or, hey, don't scroll. God wants me to tell you this. Or, like, if you're seeing this video, it's because God wants you to hear this. And the reason that the girl said we should use and ask for discernment situations like this is she explained, you know, we shouldn't allow everyone this time or energy or access to us because the thing is we don't know their true intentions. Not everyone who prays or claims to be a Christian is a Christian. You know, and she went further to say that, you know, a lot of the things they say, maybe it could be some type of like curse or they just might not have good intentions or maybe the message they heard was not from God and now they're further spreading it to you. She explained that we really don't know what people may be wanting or the reasoning for this. Now, this isn't to generalize because I'm sure there's a lot of people who have really good intentions, you know, to expose people to prayer and to the gospel. Because I feel like even though social media can be so problematic and can be so addicting and can be so harmful, it's a really good way to spread the gospel. You know, I mean, it asks nothing of you. You could post a video without showing your face. You can share a video, you know, with people you may never meet. And you don't know how that's going to click for them. So I'm not saying social media is always so evil because we can still use it for good. We can still spread the gospel. We can still, you know, share the good news of, you know, Jesus's death, but resurrection. We can still use it for God's glory. But with that, we don't know who's behind that screen. We don't know their intentions for us or, you know, like I said, where they even got that message, because if they're not getting it, from God. Now they're spreading it to you. Maybe it's a false message. Maybe they misinterpreted it. 
And she, you know, goes on to explain that if you feel something in your gut or something feels off about the video, it might be the Holy Spirit trying to warn you. Now, this may not be the most applicable example for everyone because we shouldn't be scrolling on TikTok for hours, you know. That's something I do struggle with, I'll be honest. But something, you know, that's more applicable to more people um, could be when you read something online or someone tells you something or maybe you have a dream or a vision. It's really important to have discernment because as amazing or eye-opening a message, sign, vision, or dream may seem, we still have to test it because it's not always from God. Another reason that it's important is because a lot of people will make claims that are not biblically based, yet they will present these claims to others as the truth. This can cause a lot of anxiety and confusion for other people because, you know, They take in advice or they take in this message that isn't true. And now there's this confliction in themselves of, well, what is true? You know, because you don't want to doubt God's word. You don't want to doubt God's messages. But maybe it causes conflict in your own life or maybe it causes you to feel anxious. And now you've got more issues that you have to work through, more things you have to, you know, test in your own life. This is for sure something I see on social media. You know, people will make a lot of claims that are not biblically or accurate to begin with. And it just kind of spreads like wildfire. And now everyone believes it, even though it's completely false. The way I see it is it creates this domino effect of information being spread that is most likely false or not even biblically based. And now it's just creating fear in people for no reason, creating anxiety for no reason. And we've already got enough reasons to have anxiety and feel nervous like we don't need any more because it's already so much to bear. Now, I wanted to cover some verses that kind of go over and talk about discernment in the Bible. Starting with 1 John 4.1. Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God because many false prophets have gone out into the world. Philippians 1, 9-10 And this I pray, that your love may overflow still more and more in real knowledge and all discernment, so that you may discover the things that are excellent, that you may be sincere and blameless for the day of Christ. Hebrews four twelve, For the word of God is living and active, and sharper than any two-edged sword even penetrating as far as the division of soul and spirit, of both joints and marrow, and able to judge the thoughts and intentions of the heart. And last for this section is Hebrews 5.14. But solid food is for the mature, who because of practice have their senses trained to distinguish between good and evil. Through scripture, we can begin to understand some of the benefits of discernment and why it is so helpful in our lives. You know, if only we could all so easily distinguish between good and evil, how we could, you know, completely avoid toxic and traumatic events, people or things. Having godly discernment could help to keep us on track with God and help, you know, keep our eyes and thoughts focused on Jesus, on things that actually matter. Now you might be wondering, well, how do I test something? How do I discern it? 
I believe, as always, you know, as it aligns with scripture, the best way is through prayer and scripture. We can't get through these things without God and on our own. It's, it's impossible, you know, and it puts more pressure on yourself because we don't know the truth. God knows all because he created all and he understands all. So we should always go to him for advice, for help, and for wisdom. Ask God if this is something or someone that was sent by him. Consult God before every decision. Even if it seems minor or minuscule, ask God. The wisdom from God is greater than the smartest person or machine in our current world. And remember, we have to always go and consult the creator, not his creation. We should also make sure we listen to God. And I know this may seem very obvious because if you ask someone for advice or something, like you should at least, you know, listen to them. But, you know, how many times have we ignored God's word to do something due to arrogance or curiosity? I mean, I feel like it's too many times to count in our own lives, even if, you know, the little minor things. I think another thing that could be helpful and that I've seen from other people is, you know, to have mature and wise Christian mentors or peers you can go to for advice. And again, as always, you know, you should always go to God first if you feel confused. But maybe, you know, try talking it out with them. See what they have to say. You know, allow them to also pray over the situation and to pray over you. So now you, you know, have more prayers going out and more opportunities to hear from God. Because God, you know, he may use them to speak to you or to drive a message home. I know a lot of the times in my own life when I ask other people to pray over something and, you know, they respond, especially if these people, you know, I trust and are biblically based. A lot of the times what they say, I'm like, oh, that makes sense. I've even had like TikToks kind of not answer prayers, but give advice that really stood out to me. And I was like, I could apply this to my own life or, you know, this makes sense for my own life. Something else to know and consider is that, you know, God's messages aren't always sent the same way every time. You kind of have to open yourself up and kind of seek and search for him in situations because you never know how he may use someone or situation to speak to you personally. And kind of going back to scripture, when I mentioned, you know, that we need to test everything against scripture, you know, you can ask yourself similar questions like, does this align with scripture? Is this biblically based? What are the possible consequences to my spiritual health from this decision? Even if it seems small, did I talk it over with God? And again, as always, I talked about it before, but there's this site called openbible.info, O-P-E-N-B-I-B-L-E dot I-N-F-O, where it's basically like a search site for the Bible. Like you can type in, what does the Bible say about blank? You know, anxiety, fear, nervousness, scripture, Jesus, you know, all of these things. And it finds scripture that relates to that or has that word. You know, and I think this can be really helpful. Because for me, sometimes when I'm trying to find verses for even the episodes, I'll type in, you know, discernment or, you know, worldly things, scripture, test, anxiety, and it pops up 
with so much scripture that makes it just so much easier for you. And I think another thing that can be helpful is even though a lot of people say, oh, you know, the Bible was so long ago, there's still a lot of, you know, themes that are still consistent that the people in biblical times dealt with that we are dealing with now. So, you know, maybe look up themes of the Bible that relate about a new relationship, a new opportunity or temptation. You know, there are the Bible is huge. It's active. It's going to apply to you. I can assure you, you can find something or some story or some verse that relates to a situation you're going through. We know that scripture is God's word for us, and we are not only supposed to read it, but to follow it and study it. 2 Timothy 3, 16-17 states that all scripture is inspired by God and beneficial for teaching, for rebuke, for correction, for training in righteousness, so that the man or woman of God may be fully capable, equipped for every good work. Matthew 24, 35. Heaven and earth will pass away but my words will not pass away. John 6, 63. It is the spirit who gives life. The flesh provides no benefit. The words that I've spoken to you are spirit and are life. You are not ever going to perfect the ability of discernment on your own because at the end of the day, we are human. We have our limitations. There are things that we will never understand. You know, we can't, see good and evil without God. We can't understand what it is to be good if we don't know God, because God is good. That is his nature. You know, there is nothing evil, wrong, reckless, sinful about him at all. He's blameless, just as our Savior was, blameless and perfect. So until we really know God and we really understand him and his love and understand what and who he is, then we can understand what is good and what good looks like and what good, you know, maybe sounds like and how it interacts. It's also going to be very hard to have discernment if you are not in scripture and asking God for help. The reason we read scripture is so that when we are in times of need, trouble and confusion or temptation, we can recall and rely on God's word. And of course, there are many reasons that we read the Bible, but, you know, this one really applies to what we're saying. We can't become sponges where we take in every aspect of information as the truth, especially not without the ability of discernment or knowledge of scripture. So many people twist scripture to fit their own agendas, to fit their own views and their own preferences. We can't do that. God's word is his word. If he wanted to say it another way, he would have. But he didn't. The enemy has this very tricky method of making false or sinful claims sound so good and innocent, especially to our human ears and hearts. And, you know, this even applies to me. You know, when you hear something, you really have to step back and read scripture for yourself and listen to the Holy Spirit. You know, not to discredit others or content creators, but I guess like the main references or sources that you use to back up an argument or a belief should not be mainly from what you hear on social media because there are so many false teachers, so many false teachings, so many false beliefs. Not everyone is has enough wisdom. Not everyone has true wisdom. Not everyone has good intentions. 
You know, you have to read scripture for yourself. You have to understand it for yourself. But, you know, I really hope that this episode was eye-opening for you just to understand just, you know, the complexities of our life, the things that, you know, we have to deal with. I hope that you guys really look into discernment and just asking God for that help with that ability just to understand it more for your own life and for your own good, just to make your life easier because Life is so difficult when we fight God and when we disobey him because we mainly get hurt in the end. But, you know, on a lighter note, I hope that you have a great rest of your day. I hope you have a great week and I want to wish you all a Merry Christmas and a Happy Holidays. Well, that concludes this week's episode of Joyful Heart. Feel free to reach out with prayer requests, praise reports, requests for topics or general questions on either Instagram or the Facebook group. These can be sent to Joyful Heart. That's J-O-Y-F-U-L-L-H-E-A-R-T-T on Instagram, as well as for the private Facebook group. I hope you all have a blessed day and I'll catch you next week. Bye guys!